I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs> What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Gross Outside of Podcast. Once again, I'm Josh Shevanoff. I was welcomed by the one and only man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, future jiu-jitsu world champion, Angel Ortega. We got a lot of stuff to talk about this week, boys, and, well, honestly, not a whole lot, but we got a fair bit. Uh, we got Ryzen 45 to go over. Uh, we got some uh, fan questions, you know, uh, over the week. Also have a fair bit of news, as always. We were brought to you by two fantastic sponsors of the show, Rogue Energy and Elixir. Rogue Energy, keep me fueled up uh, where, wherever I am, getting me to the finish line, you know, keep, keep keeping me up so I can see the ball drop on New Year's, you know. Uh, and then Elixir, the exact opposite, man. Really get really get me chilled out uh, with their uh, Delta A products. Code sound off for both of those websites for 10% off. Um, yeah, man, I mentioned New Year's. Not a, not a whole lot really happened. Obviously, Ryzen uh, had their event, Ryzen 45. Going down on Saturday night, going into the to the wee hours of the morning for us here in here in the states, man. Um, look, I mean, it was it was a pretty solid card. Uh, in the main event, Koichi Horiguchi defeating Makamoto Tashahashi to uh, win the inaugural Ryzen flyweight title. Kai Isakura scoring a knockout win over Juan Archuleta in the co-main. For the Ryzen Bantamweight title, Archuleta missed weight, so that was only, so, uh, only Asakura was eligible to win it, and actually going into that fight, we were wondering if it was even gonna happen. I went into fight night, excuse me. Um, look man, it was a pretty fun card. Give me your thoughts on it. Um, what'd you make of Ryzen 45? I had fun. Obviously, it wasn't a odd time of the, uh, for us in the States, like you said. Uh, for me, no trouble, because I do work overnight, so. Peter Wake of those hours was just like a regular work shift to, to, for me personally. So it actually wasn't that bad of an experience for me. It was actually very pleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I had fun. I thought some, I felt like pacing could have been better at times. I felt like interviews were a little too long. But – and the card probably could have been done a little quicker and kind of flowed a little bit better. I felt like – but they did get the fights going a little bit there. They did kind of flow pretty well, but – you know, regardless, obviously it did have issues, but I had fun overall. Mm. Yeah, that's the way I feel. And, you know, I, I'm not complaining too much about the timing. I mean, I was up, you know, I was playing playing Baldur's Gate basically this entire uh, break. So, uh, no, no MMA, no boxing. I was already up late playing anyway. So, yeah, I watched the card uh, pretty much all of it in real time. Um, I mean, I missed a couple hours there, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it was a fun card. Um like you said, the pacing was a little bit off, um, but still, man, it was nice to see the return of a lot of guys. In terms of uh, the fights coming out of it, which fights do you most want to discuss? Which fights were you most impressed by? I mean, look, the main event, co-main event, great title fights. You always know those guys are going to give it their all. Um, I'm sure we'll bounce back to them in a bit, but Josh, the heavyweights. These guys were so fun to watch. Um, I, I, I'm going to have probably some trouble pronouncing these names, but Mikio Ueda, or Ueda versus mm-hmm. uh, Tuyushio Sudario. I think that's actually some pretty decent job out of me. Wow, what a contrast of styles. Both guys were really fun. Uh, Ueda, dude, the guy who ended up winning the fight. Mm-hmm. Dude, what what a fun style. Like, for that kind of body type and the way he fought, I mean, 
I don't want to say was Lick, but he was like heavyweight Wonder Boy kind of, right? <laughs> I could see it. I could see it. I could see your point. Yeah. I mean, his, his single foot balance for being that big was actually insane. His athleticism was very impressive. He got yeah. that shit up there, man. And I mean, he ended up finishing the fight with a was it a head kick he got to to drop and follow it up by ground and pound? I think so. But yeah, I mean, I see. Yeah. He got him it with a knee. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it was, it was fucking, he was very liable on his feet. I'm happy you highlighted him. Very impressive win by him. Um, and also like a guy that like, I did not hear anything about heading into the card. You know what I mean? Um, and still very young in his MMA career. So I'm happy you highlighted him. Um, I, I gotta, I gotta go ahead and, I gotta go ahead and shout out, uh, the super atomweight fight between Sika Aizawa and the 49 year old Miu Yamamoto. Who, you know, started MMA, like, already deep, I want to say in her 40s, but in her late 30s, you know, um, fought for the Ryzen title, and, uh, dude, probably the least 49-year-old looking 49-year-old I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm not sure if you saw that fight. <laughs> I did, Josh, but you know, you know Asians just age differently, dude. That is true, that is true, um... Yeah, I mean, ridiculous, though. Ridiculous. Um, and shout-out shout out Sika Izawa. I'm surprised that she is not a... Uh, I mean, I guess I kind of get it. Fights in Japan, but... I'm surprised she's not a bigger star, man. I mean, she's pretty fucking entertaining. Very good yeah. on the mat. Yeah. I mean, she's an atom weight. I mean, that will always, you know... Sadly, no no other major promotion... Or no major promotion in the States. Or even one... I mean, I guess one has it, but, it, you know, they don't have, like... They don't have all the, you know, all the probably stars they could possibly have or built them up. You know, in general, Adam Wade just hasn't gotten a lot of love, which is sad because there is a lot of great Adam Wade fighters out there. And there's a lot of ladies who I think would do a great job at, at Adam Wade rather than fighting at, at Flyweight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, Silva, very impressed by her win. A big one. 12-0, undefeated. Got some big names on the resume. Excited to see what she does next. Um yeah, man. I mean, and all it sucked to see. It sucked to see uh, our boy John Dodson take a loss. You know, um, it is what it is. I believe that was only his second loss since leaving the UFC way back in 2020. Um, so that sucked to see. But shit, dude, he'll be back. He fits the Japan aesthetic very well, in my opinion. Um, yeah, man. And then as far as the rest of the card, man, it sucked to see Warren Chalotta lose. At the same time, though, missed weight. Um, he tried his ass off. It was what it was. Big moment he, for Kai, though. He had yeah. never won on a New Year's card. I think he was like three zero oh, and three in the New Year's cards, zero oh, and two, some crazy like that. Mm. So he he broke the curse, man. Yeah, I just checked it. It was the fourth time was the charm, bro. Fourth time was the charm. He lost against uh, Hiramasa Igabugo. He lost to Koji Oraguchi and Manel Cape. No shame in any of those, years. though. No oh, shame no. in it. Yeah. Those are all great fighters, dude. Those are all dogs. So I get it. I get it. Um. Yeah, man, it was a fun card. It was a fun card. I gotta, I gotta go ahead and shout out Ryzen. They, they, they gave me the code to watch this one for, uh, for free to go ahead and, and I was tweeting about it, talking about it all night on, on Twitter, you know, so gotta go ahead and shout out the Ryzen PR team for that one. Um, but yeah, man, overall pretty fun card and, uh, hope to see, I mean, I will say I don't follow Ryzen enough as I should. Um, but at the same time, you know, I'll, I'll definitely be watching their, their next New Year's Eve one, man. So, uh, yeah. Any closing thoughts on that one before we go ahead and move on? I mean, sure. They announced a lot of fights the night of. I mean, I'm definitely going to check out 
They're ne- I mean, I'm definitely going to watch, I think, in general, more cards throughout this next year from Ryzen. For one, just because their time set very well for me. But on top of that, I just had a lot of fun just watching them overall, man. I thought they had some fun little talent. I mean, uh, yeah, no, definitely, definitely need to keep up with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Because every time I end up watching them, it's like, you know, they are pretty they're fucking... fun. Yeah, they're fun, but I just never... The time difference always fucks me up, so... Um, we could put, you back. You know what's crazy, though, Josh? At one point in time, though, we could have... That would have been the only way we could have probably watched fights, though. Back in the days in Pride? You're right, yeah. And, dude, back back then it was even more fucked, dude, because we were having to, like, get janky-ass shit to watch fucking, you know, get, like, different TV boxes and shit to watch uh, Pride and all that. Mm. It would have been completely different for, for, I mean, if we would have been watching at that time for us. I mean, holy shit, that, that time I met MMA, which is, and, and just keeping up with it was a whole other experience in itself that, sadly, we will never get. Yeah. Yeah, well, dude, I mean, it's... I've, I've talked about this before, but, uh, dude, it's, it's so depressing whenever, like, you think about, like, Pride, and, like, you'll go back and, like, sometimes, like, I'll just go back and watch, like, old Pride events, and then I'll, like, pull up the schedule, like, damn, man, I love MMA, what's the next event, and I'll look it up, and it's, like, some UC Apex cards, like, motherfucker, man, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a, but then you, like, you, you see that Don Fry clip, Don Fry clip with, uh, oh, my God, I always forget the guy's name, uh, what's his name, you, you know which Don Fry clip I'm talking about with them just repeatedly punching each other in the face, oh, yeah, oh, man, the, oh, fuck, I can't remember his fucking name, oh, my God, I'm like, I'm like losing fucking my, my MMA cred, uh, cred card here, uh, is it Takayama, <laughs> Yoshihiro Takayama, I think it was Yoshihiro Takayama, I think you're right, I think you're right, where they just, like, they just stood in the clinch and were just fucking bang, 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 you know? full on, just, you know, like, no tech, not technical whatsoever, like how men do, <laughs> Right? You know, the kind of shit you really want to see. <laughs> exactly, bro. You know, we'll never get moments like that ever again. Yeah, and that's one of those things about MMA that, like, as much as I love watching the sport grow and, like, more and more, like, whenever, like, I remember watching, when I first started watching MMA, like, you know, to over 10 years ago at this point, like 12 years ago, I want to say now. Like, MMA wasn't always, it wasn't, like, on ESPN that often. Like, they never, they wouldn't talk about fight cards that didn't include Brock Lesnar, you know what I mean? Like, the sport's, like, evolved so much in just a short time that I've been watching, and it's kind of like, man, I kind of I kind of oh. want to go back, man, you know? like Right. You know, another thing that I wanted to – dude, how would you feel about watching it in a – dude, it was so, like, like different rule set. You know what I mean? The the yeah. uh, the head stomps and, and, and knees on grounded opponents. I don't, I don't think they allow soccer kicks, do they? Uh, they don't allow soccer kicks, but they do allow head stomps, from my understanding. Which, dude, you, you almost wonder, right? Like, which is worse? I mean, I don't know. I'm sure <laughs> soccer kicks are worse, but still, you know what I mean? The visual, right? Yeah. But, I mean, it just made me realize, like, like I was talking that night to to the boys about it. I was like, you know, I I, I kind of, and I've talked to you privately about it. I'm like, dude, I, I think we should have knees on granted opponents, dude. I feel like you mm-hmm. should be able to knee a guy in this situation, because... I feel like it does give kind of the wrestler an advantage that you can't knee him while he's in like that that turtling position, you know, when they're easing down or or north south or whatever, or you know, like just certain little spots on the ground where I feel like a, a guy could be doing, a, you know, be damaging or, or doing more. I I'm kind of I kind of be down for it, you know. I mean, it's, you know, we, I mean, I wouldn't be against head stomps, but you know, but I think I think the Amer- I think the American crowd isn't ready for it, you know what I mean. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, I think there's so many things that, like, I wish we did do in MMA. Like, we do, like... Oh, and the ropes, dude. It being in a ring. The difference in takedowns. 
Yeah, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, man. I mean, there's there's a lot of fun shit we could do, and that's why it makes me so mad whenever it's like the UFC will the UFC will experiment sometimes, but it's like, yeah, we have power slap. Like, I was like, God damn it! Like, we could have fucking <laughs> like there's like they could do some fun shit, and because here's the reality, man. Like, they have like I I understand right. Like, theoretically, there's supposed to be a, a difference between the Athletic Commission and the UFC, and like, oh, they're they're separate, so they're not really, you know. But let's be honest, the UFC has Nevada under their fucking thumb, and they have the same thing for California and, like, a lot of these other states. So it's like, they could have, like, they could have soccer kicks if they wanted soccer kicks, you know what I mean? They could they could get rid of rules if they wanted them, you know? So, uh, yeah, I mean, watching that Ryzen card, it's like, damn, dude, like, there's such a whole other world of possibilities, you know? And then the there's also kickboxing matches in there too, dude. That was the other thing. Kickboxing with four ounce gloves is my shit, dog. I love that. Dude, I love that. It's fun. It is. It is fun. It's just been. I've said this like a million times. I even said it on Twitter, not to go back to Power Slap, but I said this on Twitter watching like one of the the early prelims, which was like a kickboxing match with four ounce gloves, and I'm like, why didn't why didn't the UC just do this? Like, do, are you like, like, why not, dude? Like, they can they, even have UFC fighters do it too. Like, a little one-offs. It'd be so seamless, too. Yeah, not even just one-offs. They could have their own. If they wanted to have their own league, they could have their own fucking kickboxing league. You know what I mean? Because I really think the only thing holding back kickboxing in America is there's never been a big enough promoter to get it like on screens. The closest was Glory, and they were just only able to get it on UFC Fight Pass. Dude, so and even if it fucking even if it wasn't fucking kickboxing, Muay Thai, bro. Muay Thai, yeah. There you go. There you go. Like, there's a lot but it, of but it was so it was so refreshing to have Ryzen. I think that's probably the big thing for me. Um, it was just so, it was just having that different, you know. It was it was kind of nice to get away from the from the typical UFC show. You know what I mean? I'll admit it. You know, everything from like I said, the different rule set to the walkouts to the mm-hmm. ramp to the to it being in a ring, and obviously the the Japanese crowd, which is very different than the American crowds and the European crowds, and even the the Latin Am crowds and South American crowds. Like even even that was really refreshing. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, dude, one hundred percent. It's always refreshing, man. I will say, just the you really see the cultural differences. I love it whenever like MMA, like the UFC travels or like other MMA promotions go to other the Bellator goes to Ireland or shit. Because you really see like the cultural differences more than anything. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'll give you an example. Like Cedric Bay, whenever the PFL went to France, they were mm-hmm. like they were with that boy so hard, bro. Like they if if fucking Jordan Zebo won that fight. There's a French Revolution Part Two going on, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, we would have Malice in the Palace, bro. Yeah, and Jordan Zebo was French, but they like they were just they were totally on Cedric Duwambe's side, dude. Like just there was, was about a civil war up in that bitch, bro. I know the closest thing I like I can't even think of like any time that's happened to, like America, but like for in, in Japan they're like respectful as shit, you know. Like they got their favorites, they'll cheer, but like I don't respect- I don't know I don't know if it's specifically for an American dude, but the thing is like GSP in Canada. I can't that's remember what GSP in Canada had his big moments, but it was in Canada. You know. Yeah. Well, that's just, like dude. Like for example, like GSP even at like I love me some GSP, but like let's be honest, there were a lot of fights of his career where he just took dudes down and just stalled out in guard and didn't do much. You know what I mean? So, um, but at the same time, like yet they somehow I think he even fought fucking Jake Shields. Which, like, on paper, is not a very fun fight. And the fight itself wasn't crazy exciting. Like, he broke, he jabbed the shit out of him and broke his orbital. It's kind of a brutal fight, you know? But, like, um, I think that's the fight where they packed, like, 60,000 people in Montreal. Like, they had, like, that, crazy... That, 
That was the one? <laughs> I believe so. Like, well, they had multiple. <laughs> they had multiple anytime GSP fought Canada. But. Well, yeah, obviously, but still. But I know he had, like, one that, like, stood out above the rest. Yeah, I want to say it was the Jake Shields fight, and that's, like, a fight that, like, on paper, like, nobody gives a fuck about Jake Shields fights. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. Which, yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. I know it's funny. I know. But, like, um, he has a huge fan base now for other reasons, but uh, just... <laughs> Yeah, I believe that one in the uh, – he had a couple of them, man. He had a couple of them where it was just crazy, just a crazy environment. And, like, they they rode so hard. 55,000 people in uh, in Toronto uh, for GSP versus uh, Jake Shields. Yeah, like, imagine getting 55,000 people for a Jake Shields fight, bro. Jesus, you know? Man, Canadians are so nice. <laughs> They're just different. They're just built different, dude. Like, they really are. I mean, and, and that's the only time they did it. Like, if you look at his other fights, like, they had some other big crowds. Like, if he had, like, but nothing like that. So, but that just goes to show you, man. Like, they they ride hard. I mean, you and I were talking about this in the green room. Just, like, different cultural differences between the West and other countries. Like, we don't give a fuck. Like, like <laughs> we don't give a shit, dude. Like, we'll do the USA chance, but, like, that's it. You know, it's not, like, it's not the same high, bro. You see these European crowds, dude. It's a, it's a different level. Yeah, we don't root for people; we root against people. You know, <laughs> I think that's a good way to put it. Like whenever, like whenever Colby fought uh, Leon, like sure they were doing the US, USA chance, but do you think anybody really gave a fuck? You know what I mean? They booed Colby for leaving the arena. For but, but if they were in England and they were rooting for Leon, dude, you know? yeah, they'd be going hard for their boy. You know, it's different. It's just different. You know, but um. Anyways, I, I mean, I think we spent enough time on that that rising card, though. I mean, sick though. It's a very fun card. Uh, shout dude, out, rise. Even even MMA Guru would have been in the crowd, dude, leading those chants. <laughs> yeah, he would have got out of his wheelchair. Uh, I was about to say, bro. I didn't know he, he's going to be leading the chants from the chair, though. I mean, that's going to be tough for him to do. You know. Uh, <laughs> oh god, dude. I will say, hey, you know what? I got to eat some crow here. I think I called him a fat fuck once in the show. <laughs> He's, he he's not, not that big. Fuck. He's not that bad. No, no, he's not that bad. I mean, I I could tell his I could tell his technique. I, I whenever I when that first uh, photo came out of him next to Cameron Simon, I was like, former fat guy move. I see it. He's wearing the black tee. He's standing <laughs> up fairly straight. You know, like <laughs> Josh, like I've been there. I know all the techniques, bro. I I perfected the techniques. Okay, Josh, yeah. like layers. You know, flannels. You know, like I I know how it works. Hoodies, hoodies are a big one. <laughs> right. Definitely ill-fitted, ill-fitting clothes, or you know, tight black shirt really does the trick, bro. So, uh, anyways, man. Uh, <laughs> anyways, anyways, uh, we do have a couple of uh, you know, earlier earlier this week. I put out the call for, for some mailbag questions for, you know, our male viewers, you know, so uh, oh, that's a joke. But anyways, yeah, I put out the call for some fan questions, for some, for some mailbag questions. We got a couple of them. We didn't get didn't get nearly as, as many as I wanted, but, you know, I'll let, I'll let that go. Um, but so this first question actually relates to that Ryzen card, dude, because at Ryzen 45 over the weekend, Manny Pacquiao hit the ring. Uh, you know, mid forties at this point, been retired since the loss to Jordanius Ugas back in 2021. He said he is officially fighting Floyd Mayweather in the Ryzen ring in a rematch of their 2015 uh, shit fight of the century. Um, what's your interest level? This is a fan question. What thoughts on it going down in Ryzen? What's, what's your interest level in seeing Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao running it back, either as an exhibition or professional fight? Because they didn't say which. Yeah, that was the other thing I was tripping out about. I didn't know how they, you know, it was to be a exhibition or a pro match. But I mean, regardless, I think I mean, I check it out. You know, 
Um, and if it was a pro match, I'd definitely be very intrigued because, I mean, Manny really isn't that far removed from being, fighting a pretty high level in recent time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you, you know, like, Floyd is great and all, but, I mean, if, you know, I, I don't know what would happen if he threw Floyd back in 2021. How would he do against the competition that Manny faced? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Respectfully, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, on top of that, being a Ryzen, I mean, you know, the, there's already a Ryzen c- connection there. And what really threw me off is that a boy, man, he's fighting Buaka, right? Yeah. They okay. So that's that's the interesting thing, right? So he's fighting Buaka in uh, I don't remember the exact date, but it's February. And Floyd's gonna fight John Gotti again on like February 11th. That that's also weird as fuck too. So. They're yeah, they're fighting within one week of each other. They're getting they're getting tune-ups, bro. You know, they they're getting ready for each other. They're getting tune-ups for their fucking exhibition. I I think they're totally gonna fight an exhibition. I think there's no way that they're gonna do a pro fight because I don't think there's any way that a how old is Floyd now? Forty five. But you know something. It, but you know something though. It's an exhibition until someone starts to fight. Did you see Manny Pacquiao's exhibition with uh, DKU? I think he's like some South Korean martial artist guy. No, I remember hearing about it though. Yeah, he practices. He, the guy practiced in Bullshito, so we got his ass kicked. But, um, man, man, Manny was fucking swinging for the fences in there. So I mean, I you know, I'm pretty sure Manny is one of those guys that like it's an exhibition in name only. You know, like I think if they actually do book this thing, they may uh, go out there and actually try to win. So I think I think they probably will because there's there's pride in there, bro. There's pride in there. Well, especially because they fought once already. You know, yeah. and and Manny. Always wanted the rematch, and he always felt like he got robbed because he had the fucked up shoulder and and all that stuff. So I and wouldn't his, be surprised. And his wife confronted him that night about cheating. Did she? Bro, yes. That's something I found out years later too. Well, tell me the story. I don't know the story, bro. Uh, <laughs> fucking in the locker room. I think that same night she went in there and confronted about him potentially cheating. Or, Damn. or during during one of his fights, I can't remember if it was that one. I know it was during a major fight. For some reason, I think it was during the Floyd fight when I heard the story. Yeah. Yeah, former, yeah, former shit, senator. Shit, shit, you don't think about, bro. Shit, former, you don't yeah. think about that affects the fight. Yeah, former senator Manny Pacquiao, fucking cheating on his wife, man. That sucks. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, realistically, if they do book this thing, and I, I'm actually going to go on the record, there's no fucking way this rematch is going to happen. No chance, zero, zip, zilch. I mean, I, I think this is the closest they're going to get because Manny, you know, he. He, obviously, I don't, he's never fought for Ryzen, but like he's he's been in he's been working with them for a while. It's crazy and, though because there's yeah. money there. There's definitely money there to be made. A lot of money too. One hundred percent. And Floyd Floyd has a connection with Ryzen. He's fought there twice already. And both of his exhibitions in Ryzen were like, you know, like Tenshin Nasakawa and Mikaru Asakura came out trying to win. So like like it was those were yeah. by far his most fun exhibitions. But um, and they paid yeah. the price. They did pay the price. They both got knocked out. You know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just don't think this is going to happen. I mean, as far back as, like, the first fight, they've been saying that they're going to rematch. And, like, it's n- I just I just really struggle to believe it's going to happen. Like, maybe they've waited long enough. Like, it's been nine years. I think most people have, like, I mean, I don't know what the public perception of their first fight is now. I remember at the time everybody hated it. I thought it was an okay fight, you know, it, but it wasn't. I mean, but, but still, yeah. though, the fact that they're announcing this, and even then Maddie even kind of, like, paused. Yeah. You know, he's like, can I, can I say, you know, he's like, I don't know if you wanted me to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Was, that whole thing was kind of weird. And then, and then, and then, uh, home dog's like, Floyd Mayweather, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, um, what? Like it threw me for a loop, right? Like it, I, I remember I was there and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, homeboy's buying Buka like soon, right? Like I, I was tripping out. I was like, 
maybe maybe it, it was they said there was a fight in that series. Is that her Buka or Floyd? Like you know, I was like tripping that, trying to figure out shit. But no, the Buka fight's going down, and then uh, and then they announced that, bro. I, I mean, I, I, like I tell you, I'm still tripping out about it. Yeah, yeah. I I really hope that uh, in the case of of uh, Floyd, I really don't know because I don't I don't know how badly Floyd needs the money. Um, in the case of Manny, he ran for president of the Philippines, and I understand it's different than the United States. But that's a very expensive thing to do. <laughs> so, um, I don't. I mean, may, I hope it's not money motivated. But if I had to guess, it probably is. So I think Manny will probably end up fighting and rising. Uh, I, I think mean, Josh, end, it's called yeah. price fighting, dude. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I think he'll also end up. You're not wrong. I think he'll also end up fighting. You know, Buaka. But I don't think he'll end up. You know. Fighting, fighting Floyd. I just think like that's a cursed matchup. You know, it I mean, took him we'll ten see. years. Yeah, it took him ten years to to get it done normally, and now uh, they've been trying. Like they've been teasing for like every six months. I swear to God, they've been teasing. By fucking, the way, where, where were you, you when you wa- where were you when you watched that? That went down when we were in middle school, right? Yes. Wait a minute. No, I think it, I think that was freshman year of high school, twenty fifteen. Is that, is that actually second. right? I believe so. So wait, we okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm right about that. Freshman year. Or it could have been, yeah, yeah, correct. Because we graduated in 2019. So 2015 first year. I thought the, the math maths on that. Because I, I remember we, it, I had moved apartments in the same apartment complex, but we still had cable in my old apartment. Like it was still going mm-hmm. until the end of the month or whatever. We still had the TV in the box hooked up there. And I remember we went back that night to watch it there. We had fucking two pull-out chairs right there in front of the TV. We called, we or we fucking bought it on TV and all that. We're all excited and shit. We watch it just to be fucking disappointed. Where, where were you when that happened? Because me, I was in my, we were in our old two-bedroom apartment with fucking, in, in the fucking empty-ass living room with plasma TV and two pull-out chairs, bro. And I was left disappointed. <laughs> well, in my case... I don't have any interesting story. Like, there are some bo- – like, I watched a lot of boxing with, like, my dad, a lot of the bigger matches up, because he was always just more into boxing more than MMA. Did not watch that one. He was never a Floyd fan, so did not give a <laughs> shit. So I watched, blame him, right? Yeah. I mean, well, he – the only – one of the earliest memories that you had was watching uh, – about boxing was watching the Floyd-Victor uh, Ortiz fight at my, my neighbor's house. There's like – they have a whole watch party, and it is fucking hilarious, but um, – yeah, so I remember watching the Floyd Manny fight just like on uh, at oh, well at my local Buffalo Wild Wings actually. So I don't have any big <laughs> I don't have any big story about it unfortunately. I because I didn't I thought that fight was going to be a relatively even then I remember thinking like damn like Manny's too past it you know <laughs> like because he got knocked out by Marquez and even in like the Tim Bradley fights he, he looked like a lot slower. I'm mean, not slower, but you get my point. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Pac-Man was robbed. Fuck it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you let him know, champ. You let him. Yeah, know. I, I there were there was a very small fraction of people that were like, yeah, Manny got, you know, he deserved the win, and like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't agree with them, but I think for for hilarity's sake, I wish they would have given him given him the decision, you know. <laughs> I mean, if I remember correctly, they even like they they, they did kind of shaft them on the cards, which was the case for basically every Mayweather fight. But you know, um, except for Canelo. But anyways, 
Yeah, I mean to kind of close out on this this this, this question, man. Um, I'll watch it if it happens. The Mayweather Mayweather Pacquiao too. I don't think it will. That's it. Um, next fan question. This one came via the YouTube comment section. So did the previous one, if I didn't say it. Uh, fight you're most looking forward to in 2024. I, I we can go off of the schedule ones or just ones we think are going to happen. But Angel, what's what's a fight you really are looking forward to this year? I, I got. I I guess it's kind of like. I guess this person doesn't have a fight yet, but honestly, just is his next fight. Mm. You know, what is he going to come back to? You know, uh, that's. I think I'm really curious about that. Uh, and then, uh, you know, whoever Alex would have fights next. Mm. Which is funny because those two guys could, two guys could maybe even end up fighting each other at some point. So those are the two big ones. Yeah. And obviously Connor Chandler, right? Like, you have to be to an extent, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that Connor, that Connor Chandler fight, which, I mean, I guess we could go ahead and mention that now. I mean, I had that in the news section, but, you know. Uh, that's up there, man. Connor Chandler, international spoilers, fight. right? <laughs> huh? Fucking spoilers, right? Yeah, fucking spoilers, bro. Uh, Connor Chandler, international fight week, uh, June 29th. Um, man, I'm fucking psyched for it. I, if they have it at middleweight, that would honestly be genuinely very funny. Um, so I kind of hope it does happen. <laughs> Could you imagine? You do what you told. You do. You do what you told. You know. We gotta make that. That has to become an even in, in itself, right? Like just, just that bit. Well, I posted the thing. To, I posted a clip of it. It was By like the way, I wish he, he didn't do like, what he was told. Like some epic music behind that or some shit or like some fucking plotting music. It was good. Don't get me wrong. That it was good. I just wish he would have added something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he did do what he was told, man. He did what he was told. I mean, Ch- Connor Chandler 185 is hilarious. So I will say that's that's up there as my most look forward to fight. Up there is one of my most for, look forward to fights of the year because I really. Man, I'm really just curious where Connor's at, man. I mean, I really, I have no idea. I mean, we haven't seen him fight since he since he broke his leg against Poirier, and it doesn't feel like it. But that was two. That was fuck me. That was two and a half years ago now. By the time was, the fight happens, will it be over three years? When hold on, let me think. Uh, it'll be close. I want to say he fought July of twenty. I can't remember if he fought July of twenty twenty one. I believe he did. It was July twenty twenty one. Was his last fight, and this fight's gonna happen in June. June, so almost three years, just under three years. Yeah, and like crazy, it is crazy, man. And I, I really want to see what he's got left, man. I, I'm not gonna write him off as easily as everybody else has. Um, because a lot of people have just written them off, and they're like, oh, you know, he and hasn't. It's not a, it's uh, not a bad matchup too, because Chandler isn't necessarily young, and Chandler is still. Fighting yeah. at a pretty good level, you know. So it's, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's actually a very good matchup. And fuck, dude, at the end of the day, like, for one, good for Michael Chandler if he does if this ends up coming through and this is the fight, right? I mean, it seems like it, right? Apparently, it is. But good for Chandler for getting his payday, right? Like he said, I'm, I'm here for for a good time, not a long time, and he wasn't fucking wrong. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, we have the fucking the sirens going off. You live in fucking Kansas, and they do whatever fucking loud as shit. So I'm sorry. If you Wednesday, that. I was I was going to bring this up to you today. It's the uh, <laughs> first Wednesday of the every month. So obviously, I know. I know. know so giving give, giving the giving away the day we're recording, right? I know. Well, you know, to be fair, we do change it pretty much every single week. But you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're pretty we're pretty consistent though, right? For the most Tuesday, part. Wednesday, or Thursday. That's it. You know. But it's, it's it's Tuesday or Wednesday, more likely than not. And as of lately, we've been pretty pretty heavily on the Wednesday recordings. Yeah, 
I don't know. I like the Wednesday recording. I feel like it's like the perfect, perfect point of the week. You know, a lot of news comes out by that point too. Dude, um, what, by the way, like, yeah. what is? I mean, I don't even know if we've ever talked about this specifically on the show, but what is it with Wednesday and MMA news, dude? Like, we're just news in general in, in in the combat sports world. Like, there's just something about fucking Wednesday where all major news drops on a Wednesday. It's never on a it's like, you know, we'll get it every now and then on Monday or Tuesday. But undisputedly, unfucking dadly, always on a fucking Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You've always got news. Yeah, I don't know why, but you're not wrong. Um, Wednesday at noon too, dude. After we're done recording too, to top it off, just to fuck us over even harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not wrong, man. You're not wrong. I mean, that that is something that always happens. Every single time we fucking <laughs> we get done recording, boom, news. So, um, but yeah, man. I mean, in in terms of uh, just kind of just kind of redirect back to it, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously I'm super hyped for Connor Chandler. I really want to see what he's got left, man. Um, and here's the thing that's interesting to me about that fight is I really do think if Connor is even a fraction of what he used to be, that's probably the perfect matchup for him. Like, I don't think it's going to get any better than that. In terms of facing a top five guy, like, Chandler's older than him. Like, I understand. Hits hard as fuck. I, I get the whole thing. But, man, like, 2015 Connor, 2016 Connor probably tunes him up easy. So, we'll see how much he's got left. Because in 2024, who knows, you know? You know, this is, this is I know I know we're kind of, like, going into this topic a little deep deeper. But who's Chandler fighting at the time in Bellator? At that time, like 2015, 2016 area, when Connor was fucking at his peak. I'm, I'm, I, by the way, I'm, I'm pulling it up. I don't know if you are too, but I, I mean, that was kind of around the time that kind of Chandler kind of had kind of had resurged because he had those two, those three back to back losses where he lost to Will Brooks twice, Eddie Alvarez, and then he did bounce back against Derek Campos, David Rickles. Obviously, like the competition, right? Not what Connor was fighting, but still, I mean, but you have guys like Benson Henderson and, Pat- and Patricky in there, you know? Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, you're not wrong. Um, what I will go ahead and say is that, like, if... I don't know, man. I just... I, in terms of, like, level of competition, obviously Connor is facing, like, a lot better guys, but it's just, like, I don't know, man. Like, I really do think, like, if they... Stylistically, like, if I had to, if we had to probably compare Chandler to a former opponent of Connors. Who would you say? Probably Chad Mendez, you know? Maybe Eddie Alvarez. Brawlers who can take him down, hit the mat. Grant some chance is probably better wrestler than both of them, I had to say. Mendez close, but um mm-hmm. yeah, I mean I just and we saw how easily oh, now Grant he didn't easily dispatch a Chad Mendez, but that's a big style difference on what, a week's notice whenever two weeks notice when that fight happened. Yeah. And that was so. that was that was a breakthrough movement. Big, I mean, that was, I mean, literally in the movie, dude. One of the biggest yeah. moments in, in in the notorious movie, dude. That that sequence that I will go back every once in a while, probably once a year or multiple mm-hmm. times a year, and watch just because it's so so sick, dude. When the fight ends up on the ground, Connor gets back up, and I mean, it seemingly hurts Mendez and he gets him out of there. I mean, that is that is a wild moment. Mm-hmm. No, I, I liked I liked your matchup comparisons though. You're not wrong. You said Mendez Alvarez, like yeah. I mean, it's shit. It's funny because Eddie fought Chandler twice. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. They're one well, of these. Yeah. yeah, and like that's what it just comes down to. And we saw how easily granted different fights. But man, I think even I think Eddie Alvarez on paper is a more you know a more clean striker than Chandler. Like Chandler hits so hard, but that's that's it. So it will see if, if Connor can navigate it. Cause I really do think like if Connor 2016, he's a fucking sharpshooter, man. I don't even think that's a contest. Yeah. 
But yeah, because there's so many questions. Chandler throws wide. He doesn't throw down the middle a lot. <clears throat> I remember just, that was one thing Dustin said about Chandler. He said, you know, he probably would have got me out of there in, in their fight if Chandler would have thrown it down the middle more. But he mm-hmm. kept throwing uh, kept throwing wide, kept hooking. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and I love Chandler for that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, <laughs> most but entertaining bit, man of the but, UFC, you know. But, yeah, look, that's it, 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 like, look, if there's ever one downfall in Michael Chandler's, like, whole career is like, dude, that guy – when it gets wild, he he does it he 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 does it, but it's not necessarily in his favor, dude. He'll he go in the fire when he doesn't need to. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll his his IQ fight wise will go down a lot when when he we wants just to get into that brawl. The only time I've seen him just say fuck it was whenever he fucking he had the fight against uh, Brent Primus the rematch. And he just took Brent Primus down again and again and again and again. Said fuck striking with this guy, you know. Um, but it's funny because Brent, Brent, Brent is a fucking jiu-jitsu guy, you know. Exactly, exactly. That's partially why it was so funny. But that's like the only time I can remember Chandler just saying, like, there was other fights where like he's taking fighters down, but like after you know swinging for the fences for a little bit, you know, like he was definitely that wrestler that fell in love with his striking, right? Like he he didn't find that balance of like. You know, chain wrestling, striking, you know, you know, having the balance of everything, right? 100%. You know, because he's, dude, the guy's, for one, the guy's an amazing athlete, carries a lot of power. We know he's capable of wrestling and he's, he's dedicated. You know, there's, you, that's something you can't take about it, like extremely fucking disciplined, but, (laughs) but at times hasn't been the most intelligent with some of his fight, in fight choices. Mm -hmm. Cause we, we've had multiple conversations about this, like, we're like, dude, it's kind of crazy, but Chandler's career at one point could have been in the UFC, like talking about when he transitioned. He could have been UFC champ, beat Charles Oliveira, maybe could have beat Justin Gaethje, and it could have maybe even beat Dustin Poirier at one point. Like all the fights he lost to UFC, he could have potentially won. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. You're, dude, you're completely correct, 100% correct. And then he and, lost some of these yeah. in the most opposite of fucking ways where I, I was like, well, you know, Chandler's never been choked out by Oliveira. Oliveira's gonna have to get him out of there on his feet. Fucking Charles Oliveira, jiu-jitsu master he is. Fuck that, dude. Muay Thai God gets fucking Chandler out of there. Dustin Poirier submits Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler never been submitted in his professional MMA career. Like, mm-hmm. insanity, man. Insanity. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? Like, dude, and we bring up that, that, uh, that Gagey fight specifically. Of, uh, you know, oh like god, that got, fight pisses me off so much, dude. He got his ass kicked so badly in round two. I mean, he nearly got him out of there in round one, and and Gaethje, you know, he had some moments as well, so landing some big shots. But round three, like Chandler probably could have won if he just did a little bit more. Like, but he didn't, you know. So just kind of he's just fucking around and he's throwing Superman punches that weren't landing from fifty yards away and stuff like yeah. that, you know, like. Damn, man, he, he, he's trying to make, he's get a shockwave with those punches, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, man, yeah, I'm excited to see, uh, just kind of redirect it. Really excited for the return of Roadhouse actor Conor McGregor. Um, <laughs> where the fuck are we getting a trailer on that? We have not gotten a trailer, but apparently it's coming out March 21st of 2024. Oh, dude, we gotta get a trailer fucking this month, dude. By the I end know. of this month. Yeah, off topic. Yeah. <laughs> have you watched Iron Claw yet? Dude, I want to watch it so bad. That is so off topic. That. It's our fucking podcast. We talk about whatever we want. Yeah, I have not seen it. I want to see it really bad. You know, but Um, soon. soon. I was going to watch it Sunday, but you know, we we had a we had Ryzen, so I woke up hella late for for the show that I was going to go watch it at originally. Yeah, 
Fair enough. I didn't even see the fucking the, the cast of this Roadhouse movie. They got fucking uh, Daniela uh, Melchior. I don't know if that's how you pronounce her name. The fucking the the chick from the Suicide Squad that was like the rat lady. I don't know if you I don't know if you saw the Suicide Squad from 2021. I did. Yeah. Excited to see that. So that's that's a good cast. And they actually got a pretty good cast of this. Looking at it on Wiki. So. Yeah, and then obviously the, the Notorious, Commodore Gregor, so, you know. Notorious. So, yeah, but anyways, man, in terms of other fights, I mean, I'm excited to see the return of Izzy. Hopefully, I really want to see how he rebounds. Um, In terms of, like, scheduled fights, I'm very, very excited to see Sean DDP, um, Diamond Dallas Page, going to see that fight going down. I'm very excited, <laughs> you know. Um, what else, man? I mean, there there are there are a lot of stuff to look forward to, and obviously, I gotta say it. I don't like I don't like him, but the return of John Jones. I'm very excited to see where he goes, man. I don't know but whether yeah, it's against. I, I like Stipe, how you just had to get that in there. Return, I got you. The return of whether it's against Stipe or fucking Tom Aspinall or you know whoever it may be. Very excited to see what happens. Very excited. Um. Nonetheless, man, nonetheless, I mean, uh, in terms of the next question, favorite uh, non-MMA moment of 2024? This question's really vague, so, I mean, what's your favorite non-MMA sports-related moment of the year? Fuck, I don't, I don't even know how the fuck I'm supposed to answer this. <laughs> what's, some, so... what's, what's, something, what, what's something that happened last year that you liked? Anything fuck. in life? God, dude. Thank <laughs> Shit, <laughs> It could be personal. It could be <laughs> Pat, Pat Milicic getting a GUI on the way to his press conference with Mike Jackson. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Um, <laughs> you know what, man? Hey. I, this, is, this is what you get for me, your co-host. Dude. Hey, hey. Show some, show some respect to... <laughs> Dude, this Gravy is... Seals member, Pat Militant. He was out there. He was out there with the Jan Sixers, bro. Dude, all I want to know is, was he silver for the when he when he rushed the Capitol building? <laughs> Fucking Christ, dude! Oh my God! I did not think this was I'm fucking tearing up, dude. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, he was out there, dude. He was leading them. He was out there leading them, dude. Dude, I think it's so, dude. Like, it's crazy to think there's like multiple uh, celebrities that were there. Like, Pat Milton is just one of them. Like, there was, oh man, uh, the fucking the the guy who, oh man, I can't think of his fucking name right now, man. <laughs> dude, fuck, there was ghosts there too, dude. Bro, Jay, Jay Johnston, uh, the fucking, the guy who voiced, uh, the fucking, uh, what's his name, in Bob's Burgers, Jimmy Pesto, one of the main characters was there, fucking, fucking also known for, for Mr. Show, which I loved that show, and fucking fine, dude, the funniest thing was fucking watching Mr. Show, this HBO comedy from the 90s with Bob Odenkirk and fucking, um, David Cross, and I'm watching, and I'm like looking at the cast. It's like, oh, damn, that Jack, a young Jack Black is in this show. Oh, that's hilarious. And then I, I'm looking at the whole class, the whole cast. I'm like, oh, Jay Johnson. I click on him. Motherfucker was at the Capitol, bro. I mean, just instantly ruined my day, dude. But, but I mean, if I had to say another moment, which isn't like, yeah. I guess, kind of not MMA directly read, but there's yeah, some yeah. MMA aspect to it, would be, uh, 
Dude, all the Mike Tyson and like Francis shit, you know, all all their footage, all their videos coming out. That first that first uh, training footage that came out of my, uh, Iron Mike with fucking Francis and Gandhi the Predator. He's like, rip it, you know, rip it, get it, Francis, get it, you know. Yeah. And then obviously the press conference and all that. I mean, all, all I mean that, that that is all you know, so much fun and a fucking movie, dude. I mean, all of that was great. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Um. Yeah, for me personally, I mean. The Chiefs won the fucking Super Bowl again, and we're going to do it again this year, bitches. You think we're down and out? It don't – no, fucking – we're not going to win shit this year. But, um, man, I'd say that was that was a big one. That was a big one, man, seeing the Chiefs, seeing everybody cry about, oh, the referees, you know, afterwards was really – Man, you're doubling down, dude. You're really going hard. I really am, dude. I'm at that point now where it's like – like, it, I can't even go on like r slash NFL anymore on Reddit with that because they just instantly attack people with Chiefs players. People are uh, so salty, um, and I'm just like, fuck it, let's embrace the villain arc, bro. Let's fucking do it. The Patriots fucking embrace the villain arc by cheating every single fucking year and getting caught for it. You know, like so, fuck it, dude. Like, let's be the heels, bro. Let's do it, dude. I'm down. You know. So I guess I'd have to say that was a big one. Um, personally, like a lot my. You know, 2023 sucked a lot of it. Uh, I got engaged though, which is very fun. Um, very exciting. Yeah, I mean, that was, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's it for that, that question. I mean, I'm trying to, trying to think of stuff, man. It was kind of like very kind of vague on if it's sports related or non-sports related. So there's, there's fucking two answers. Um, this, this answer honestly cracked me up because I've seen, I don't know why, but I've seen this same question asked on a lot of, um, podcasts recently. Uh, I don't remember which podcast I was listening to where I also somebody also asked this fan question. It could be simply the same fucking person for all I know. Uh, but, <laughs> Angel, what's your favorite discontinued food? It could be anything. Uh, it doesn't exist anymore. Well, fuck. Okay, what if they brought it back? I know that one's kind of. If you know what, I'll count it. If they brought it back, it's like a limited time thing. I'll count it. Fuck, dude. Well, we, we had this one last year, dude, when they took away my fucking Mexican pizza and then they finally brought it back. <laughs> and my Volcano Taco. They're honestly both together, dude. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I agree on the uh on From the Taco fucking... Bell, for those who don't know, and then if we have some non-American fans who are a little confused right now. Yeah. Taco Bell for the non-American fans is like Mexican food, but not Mexican food. So, <laughs> <laughs> um Basically, not like, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a good, the Mexican pizza, bro. I, I fucking, that made me so angry. I never even got one, dude. Like, because <laughs> every time I went, they were out of it. It's like, fuck you, you know? Like, I mean, they have it now at all times. Yeah, they have it, it's back now, but there was like a decade where it was gone. So that's a, that's a valid answer. Oh, and then when it's actually gone, <laughs> I still haven't forgotten, Josh, my snack wraps! I want them back! <laughs> <laughs> fucking, do you know, wait a minute, you don't know? Oh my god. You don't know, Angel? Back? Bringing it back this year. Oh my god, it's making a comeback, dude. Dude, this is like, this is like fucking Jordan coming back to the Bulls, dude, after playing baseball. <laughs> yeah, they're bringing it, from what, from what I know, apparently they're bringing it back, bro. I fucking, dude, are those snack wraps? Oh, the McDonald's snack wrap. That's a good one. That's a okay, good one. Do you have a favorite seasonal item from like a place, like a fast food or? You know, a lot of, you know, like Starbucks does seasonal shit. Like, do you have anything like that? Oh, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little bitch right now. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be a little bitch. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the chestnut praline. Uh, oh, man. He, he fucking wrap it. 
from Starbucks. I'm being a whole ass white. Oh my god, from Starbucks? <laughs> yeah, from Starbucks. Dude, I went, shit you not, my fiance, on Sunday morning, we went to Target, Chipotle, and Starbucks. We were like, we're having a fucking white girl day, bro. Dude, and that was a, dude, that, that was the, dude, what else did you, dude, what else did you hit? I'll fucking, uh, crumble cookie, dude, and you would have had the whole trinity. <laughs> Fuck, you're right. <laughs> Shit, dude. I mean, if if you would have gone over here to the target by me, dude, they have a crumble cookie over there now. I mean, honestly, knowing how many you know, with crumble cookies being built everywhere, there might be a crumble cookie over there by you now. There might be. Where the fuck? What, I don't even know what the fuck a crumble cookie is. It's just like big cookies or something. Yeah, they it? do. Like, they only make like I, I don't know if it's day to day or week to week, but it's they'll do like. Six cookies and they're different each week and shit like that. I, I can't remember or each day yeah. or something like that. They're good. They're cool. They're just really. I mean, they're just big. I mean, they're they're, they're all right. They're fun. Yeah, but I, I didn't get to answer the question though. You know, and and the reality is is that I just I can't I can't get the KFC Guitar Hero box from 2009. <laughs> I can't get it out of my mind. I mean, I just. They had they had the box they had it came with the drink you know it came with sides it came with the fucking <laughs> I, I guess another one for me would be the the angry whopper from uh, Burger King if you know you know that's a good I mean, that's a good ass pick that's a Dude, good pick. I fucking love the angry whopper I forgot what sauce it would put on that shit it had onion rings jalapenos that shit would hit would your asshole like it later on no it wouldn't <laughs> but in the moment I'll tell you what I love that shit yeah dude. That's that's a good one too. That's a good one. But I remember. I think we even talked about. <laughs> yes, this. we did. I was like, bro, the KFC Guitar Hero meal with fucking chicken littles. It came. It was a whole box. And uh, by the I way, mean, I'm sure there's like other obscure ones. I'm forgetting. I just thought of one now that you mentioned it, and I just yeah. got up there. But dude, fucking Wendy's had these boneless wings that I remember back in the day. They were fire as fuck. I I don't remember. I, I don't even know what the fuck they were called, dude. But I remember when I had them, they were good. They were spicy as fuck. Maybe they were really spicy to me because I was younger. But still, dude, I remember those shits were hidden. Yeah, I cannot, I cannot attest to that. But that does sound good. That does sound good. But yeah, um, yeah, that's 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 my that's my that's it. That's all I got, man. The fucking KFC Guitar Hero meal because that's. Do I have a seasonal item that I like? I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm, I mean, to be, dude, you know, uh, not even one that's mine, but one that I remember. Dude, my dad loved the fucking holiday pies from McDonald's, dude. Oh, dude, I those are pretty good, though. Dude, my dad fucking, dude, whatever it was, like, wintertime, dude, I swear to God, that fucker would always get a holiday pie. Yeah. Dude, fucking 100%, I get it. I get it, dude, I get it. Those those things are pretty good. <laughs> the kids are hero box, dude. <laughs> oh, man, that, that's, that's fucking good, dude. Yeah. One hundred percent. But uh, yeah, that's that's all I got, man. That's all I got for uh, for that one. Um, we can kind of go ahead and if you want, we can kind of go ahead and move on to uh, some news um, because we got a fair bit of it, man. Um, we talked about McGregor Chandler. Obviously, that was announced June 29th, International Fight Week. First time that that's going to be going down uh, in June. Funnily enough, so there you go. Um, but you have other news. So with with the Connor Chandler announcement. You know, it, it was half, oh, awesome, that that fight's scheduled. The other half is, oh, fuck, uh, is is anybody going to fight a UFC 300? <laughs> don't worry, Angel, don't worry. Because from what from what we've heard, Leon Edwards versus Bilal Muhammad is set for UFC 300 in April. Uh, we don't know if it's the main event. God willing, it's not. Um, 
What do you what do you make about that being the first title fight added to the card? It hasn't been officially announced, according to Hawani and Leon Edwards himself. That is that's the goal, you know. I, mean, I think it's I think it's good to have those guys on. Obviously, they deserve their moment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, out of respect for both of them, Josh, I think that's a big moment for them. Uh, it could be a big showcasing for Leon, right? And it could be a, it could also be a breakout moment for Bilal. Uh, it goes both ways. Um, I I I'm pretty confident that won't be the main event, but with it being a 170 matchup. I think it, I mean it only gives me more faith that it's either going to be a what it, it's going to be a two hundred five title defense or a heavyweight fight as the main event. Mm. We're going by matchups, and unless someone gets bombed out of this one eighty five fight, and they usually when it comes to title fights and how they're going to be aligned, they always go in order of weight. So unless, like I said, something happens. Drastic in this uh, Sean and Andrikas fight, I don't think we'll be seeing the 185. So it's either gonna be heavyweight or light heavyweight because I don't think they'll put they'll put Islam over this, and I don't think Islam will fight for the like. Just kind of like putting it together. I'm pretty I'm pretty confident this won't be our main event, Josh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I really hope so. I mean, I don't have anything against these guys. In fact, I'm very excited for this fight when it is going to take place. Um. At the same exact time, I, we also have to acknowledge the fact that, like, bro, that's a cra- that's a crazy fight. It's just, you know, like, to potentially have uh, UFC fucking uh, 300, man, for the main event. Uh, now, granted, I, I'm agreeing with you that I don't think that will be the main event. I mean, I think even if that is the main event, I think they'll probably stack the undercard so much it won't matter. Because I don't even think most fans know or remember but whenever you think of UFC 200, right? Let's think of UFC 200, just for example. Um, who, like, who fought on that card? Daniel Cormier, Anderson Silva, Brock Lesnar, you know, John Jones was scheduled for, Conor McGregor was scheduled for. You know who headlined it? Misha Tate versus Amanda Nunes. Do, do most people remember that? No, they don't. So... They know that that was a fight on the card, but I think if you pull fucking, you know, a lot of fans today, I don't think they'd know, you know? So, UFC 100, obviously, remember, everybody remembers Brock, but that's partially just because it's fucking Brock Lesnar, you know? So, um, and his post-fight speech was hilarious, so that's the moment that'll live in MMA history forever. Um, <laughs> you know, fuck Bud Light, you know? Uh, <laughs> he's gonna go home and drink a Coors Light. So, uh, anyways, man. Um, yeah, I mean, UFC 300, I'm not worried about it. I know a lot of people are getting worried about it for whatever reason. I don't know why. I mean, I, this is the one thing. Like, I, I shit on the UC's business practices all the time. This is the one thing I expect them, like, to totally get right. And if they don't, I'll let, I'll, we'll, trust me, we'll bitch about it. But um, even if this is, like, the main event, like, that's still a, you know, that's a banger fight, dude. I mean, two guys on historically long win streaks. You know, if they weren't named Bilal Muhammad and Leon Edwards, I don't think anybody, everybody would fucking love that fight. So um, nobody would have a problem with it being the main event, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. But regardless, man, um, we got uh, we got some more news to go ahead and discuss. A lot of people coming back, man. Um, Paige Van Zant is one of the Paige Van Zant has not competed in combat sports since her second loss in BKFC well over two years ago. She's been busy with OnlyFans, making a, a, a obscene amount of money. Um, but she did recently do an interview where she said, "Hey." 
2024, I'm back. She showed interest in the PFL. She also said that she'll likely fight in BKFC as well. Uh, what's your interest level in the return of uh, 12 Gauge, Paige Van Zandt? I mean, I've never, I've never been on the Paige train ever. But I'd, I'd watch her fight, but it's never I, her as a. Like I've never wanted to. I've never been like, oh, Paige is biting. I'm not seeking her out ever. Um, she's never offered anything to me specifically that's made me want to watch her fight. I'm, I'm just being honest. I no, mean, no, I know you're. Tra- I know, no, no, you're being like diplomatic, but also like, it is pretty funny. But go ahead. I mean, because there's. I mean, for other people, I'm sure they're. You know, they watch her because she's attractive. I've just that's. Yeah. But that's never been. I, I don't seek her out for. I don't seek her fights out ever. You know, I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah. So it's I'm not particularly looking forward to to her fights. You know what I mean? I'm not particularly like excited for it. I'm just kind of you know I'm trying to give you my whole reasoning for it. You know? No, no, I'm not trying to shit on you. I just think you were trying so hard to be like I don't give a fuck, but also you're trying to be like diplomatic about that. You know what I mean? Like, well, I'm giving my reasoning. You know, I want to give proper reasoning. I don't just want to be like I could give a fuck less. You know what I mean? I, I at least want to give like. At least a somewhat good articulated answer rather than just being a fucking <laughs> fuck ass and that's it, right? <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. Um, anyways, man. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I mean, look. I mean, I'll watch it. I will watch, um, I'll watch Paige Van Zant whenever she returns. I mean, I've, I've never shit on her fighting skills as much as a lot of people have, but I will say, um, she was a failed prospect who had a lot more to out that had a lot more to offer that due to injuries and also just her own um how can I put this? Um her own uh interests outside of fighting, like led her to this path where she currently is. I mean, there was a very there was a time where she was a legitimate, like top ten talent. I think when she fought Rose, she was even top five and or top seven or something like that. And, like, it wasn't undeserved. Like, she got a bunch of early wins. You know, she had some big moments. And, you know, her flying, that switch kick knockout of Beck Rollins is still pretty sick today. But, look, the record speaks for itself. She hasn't fought in two and a half years. She signed up for AEW. Um, she wrestled one match. And apparently, according to her trainers, instantly was, like, fucked off, you know, like, uh, you know, we'll see if she has the dedication to get back into it and get back into fighting, man. Um, and she had a lot of pressure too when she was young, right? Like yeah. on her come up, she did. I mean, she was. It's crazy to think about, dude. But she's she was 19 years old when she came to the UFC. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, she was nice. She's only 29 now, man. Like theoretically, she can make a run. It's just, you know, will dude, she, she want? She could have still been having a career in the UFC now. Yeah, she chose not to resign. I mean, the the he boss fight, like she I mean, lost look, the he boss. It all it all worked out. You know, let's not. You know, I mean, she's yeah, she is she is making more than enough money now doing you know, OF than she would fighting, and it's probably not even close. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> even even if she was the most dominant champ she could be in the UFC, I bet you she wouldn't be making the kind of money she is now. Yeah, I mean, dude. She is hilariously rich. Like, she said that she made more in one day on OnlyFans on her first day than her entire UFC career. And, like, yeah, 100%. Like, I completely agree. Um, like, not, not agree, but I'm not surprised whatsoever. So, um, yeah, man. Fuck, you know? So, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. She's not, I will say, for the PFL, 
100% sign her. That's a layup signing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree with that. That'd be pretty easy. Pretty easy eyes to get there. Yeah. And plus, her husband is signed to Bellator, and you know, kind of easy, right? She didn't want to fight for Bellator because they'd have money. You know, PFL, they got money, though. And they have a March pay per view coming up in Saudi Arabia. Just saying. Just saying. Kind of weird that this stuff's coming up, but whatever. Um, yeah, maybe they'll add her. I don't know. But, I mean, I'll watch Paige. I. She has a she has that dog in her. She's gotten her ass kicked many times and just kept on coming back. So she has my respect, but in terms of uh, her fighting future, you take it or leave it, you know. Um, but it is, we ha- you're right. She is a dog, though. <laughs> happy for her. Happy for her, man, and her uh, success. Speaking of people coming back to fighting, uh, Paige Van Zandt never officially retired, but you get my point. Uh, Jorge Masvidal officially retired in April. He said if he lost to Gilbert Burns that he would that he would retire. He kept true to his word for all of about nine months. Uh, he took to Twitter earlier uh, this week, officially announcing that he is unretired. Uh, he's teased this for quite a while, but nonetheless, what's your interest level in a return of Jorge Gamebred Masvidal? I'd watch him, bro. That, that's fucking Jorge, dude. You know he's always going to be down to fight. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. game as fuck. I mean, look, yeah. it's funny, Josh, because we got shit on several months ago now. I, I still remember this fucking TikTok <laughs> comment. Well, you know, Jorge's retired. He's not going to fight because I think we threw out uh, Jake's with it. We threw him out there with this with Jacob Pony. Like, yeah. A while back when we had no idea. I can't remember. I think that was prior to the. I can't remember what matchup it was before the Nate fight, right? I think when we even before we even knew he's gonna fight Nate, I could be wrong. Or after he fought Nate, I don't, I don't even remember. Uh, he, yeah, I want to say it was after he fought Nate, I believe. Yeah, he was the name we threw in the bag there, and uh, we got shit about that. And fucking look, look at now, dude. Look, look, fucking Jorge Masvidal is out of retirement now. Shit, you never know. He could, he could do some shit now in the boxing world if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really can, dude. I mean, he really can. I mean. The reality is, is that the Jake Paul said he was going to fight like uh, that. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> Jake Paul said that Jorge is going to fight Nate next. So I don't know if that's in the works or anything. You know, that'd be interesting. Um, I'd you be imagine if those guys fought outside of the UFC. That'd be crazy. I mean, Jorge is still contractually with the UFC, so anything he needs that he wants to do, he's going to have to get permission from Uncle Dana. So you know, Uncle Dana wants that Monday. He does. He does want that money. So we'll see, though, man. We'll see. Um, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'm, I'm down to see where he comes back. Uh, nonetheless, man. Nonetheless, I mean, if you're, if we're, you know, talking about people coming back, I'm gonna go ahead and shift the topics around real quick because we have one more. Uh, Clarissa Shields says she's officially returning to the PFL in 2024. No opponent listed, but apparently she is serious about it. She's, she's named. She said she wants future fights. With Chris Cyborg. Chris Cyborg, she said she wants future fights with Kayla Harrison. She said she's serious about the MMA journey. Um, what do you What do you make about uh, you know her returning to the MMA cage this year? I mean, it's just that bouncing back and forth, man. It's hard. I mean, it's mm-hmm. you, you know, I don't know how that's gonna. It's just I feel like she's gonna have to commit to one or the other, which sucks, right? Because you'd love to see her bounce back and forth, but the, the reality is that, especially because she's just starting older. And later on in life, it's just going to take a while. Granted, she has a great foundation to build off, but it's a different game. Mm-hmm. It'd be different if she was going from MMA to boxing, I think. She'd mm-hmm. be only focusing on one. Instead, she's focusing on, you know, MMA striking, you know, uh, grappling, you know, different conditioning, all of that, fighting in the cage, 
kicks. You know, it's it's a, it's a different game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, it it really is, and um, yeah, I mean, it's really hard for her to bounce back and forth, and I really just wish she'd choose one. You know, I mean, it's just it's not. She's just hurting herself, so well, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Um, nonetheless, man, nonetheless. Um, we do have a, a couple more quick topics to go ahead and hit before we bounce out of here. Uh, Sean Strickland did an interview with Theo Vaughn this week, or I guess it was last week, but came out this week. Uh, in the interview, Sean Strickland broke down crying. He explained also as well that Drikus, you know, their fight last month was, you know, it happened because of the comments made about his dad and the abuse that he suffered at the hands of his dad. And he said that, that was off limits. And there are certain things that should be off limits in trash talk, which quickly earned a response from Ian Gary, who ripped him apart as well as a couple of other fighters as well. I can't, I can't think of them off the top of my head, but a couple of other people ripped him apart too. Cause that's a, it's a pretty wild thing for Sean Strickland to say, but uh, what do you think about that whole situation, man? I mean, about about the interview itself. I mean, look, uh, I mean, he, you know, it's uh, obviously uh, you you, you got to feel for him, right? Because I'm talking specifically about the the interview, right? Because he, you know, he those memories popped up. You know, the, that stuff is is terrible. You know, no one ever wants, no one wanted, you know, no one ever wants to go through what he went through. You know, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Um, you know, sad stuff. Sad that it's, you know, it's, you know, and, and I'm I'm sure it was terrible, kind of reliving that. In the moment, um, especially because it happened so young in his life too. And as far as like kind of like the the whole, I mean, look, things have been said. No one's perfect. I, I look at the end of the day. I, you know, I, and we've said this in the past, Josh, about other stuff. You know, two two wrongs don't make a right. You know, so at the end of the day, that that's another thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and look, man, if you are going to put yourself in those positions, you know, just be prepared to get a. You know, for people to retaliate, you know, and people respond. And sometimes it might be 10 times worse than what you do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm kind of, I'm not going to be the guy to say that, uh, Sean Strickland can't feel the, the emotions that he is feeling about, about the abuse that he suffered. I mean, that's his, that's his, you know, that's his cross to bear. And I'm not going to make fun of that or poke light at that. Um, I will say, uh, Ian Gary and a couple other people are right. I mean, that's insanely hypocritical coming for Sean Strickland. I mean, he said, don't talk about people's lives, don't talk about, and it's like, dude, you, he had that same press conference where he was talking shit to Drinkies, he was talking shit to Sean O'Malley about his wife. It's like, what are we, it's just like, what are we doing here, guys, you know? But, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna poke fun at it. I know that some people are like, oh, you know, he's a, he's a crybaby, but like, it's very clear that Sean Strickland has some sort of massive mental illness. Like, I mean, I hate to be the guy, but like, I get it. And, and in that situation that he grew up in, if he didn't have it, he totally got some fucking CPTSD from that, you know? Uh, so yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's my thoughts on it. I mean, I think Ian Garen and a lot of others are correct. I mean, that it is Sean Strickland throwing stones from a glass house a lot of the time, but I mean, we'll see. We'll, we'll see, uh, if this affects him going into his fight against Drikus and people are saying like, oh, Drikus is already in his head. I don't know about that. That seems like a, a bit far, but, uh. I mean, who knows? I mean, we don't know that for a fact, right? We can't make that assumption. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And, and look, no matter what, the, not, look, it's not, you don't want to, you don't, you know, obviously I'm not going to say it was good that the, you know, the fight has become, I feel more real now than ever. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's, 
You know, I feel like there's times where these guys, you know, they're fighting, they're fighting for sport, but then there's there's these guys who are fighting with genuine an- animosity, and I think these guys are going to have that going into this fight, which I think is, I, I look, for our entertainment value, good, right? And also, who knows how it is afterwards, you know, who knows, maybe these guys earn a, a bigger amount of respect, you know, maybe they can come at it on the other side, maybe they can talk about it, maybe they can relate in some capacities about other things, you know, who knows, right? I'm not going to, I I couldn't tell you, but... We'll find out whenever the whenever the fight happens here in a week or uh, two weeks. What is it? Yeah, it'd be it'd be two weeks. My bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. Very excited to see it, though, man. Very very excited to see it. Um. Anyways, though, man. Anyways, I mean, if we're if we're gonna go ahead and uh, move on from that, this is the last topic of the day. Uh, Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder, officially off. I mean, we figured that was <laughs> that, that was the case. We never got a confirmation. I know AJ and Wilder both said they wanted to do it still, but according to Eddie Hearn, uh, Saudi Arabia, they don't have as much interest in booking that fight. However, AJ's still going to fight in March. He's been leaked to three opponents. Philip Rogovic, for one. Zeli Zhang, and then also our boy, you mentioned him earlier, Francis Ngannou, Big Fran, apparently in the running, man. Um, which, what's your interest level in seeing a potential Anthony Joshua versus Francis Ngannou fight, or would you rather see him fight, you know, Zhang or whoever it may be? We look, we're, we're, you know, we, we got, we're guys that come from the MMA world, dude. Well, of course we're going to want to see Francis fight Joshua, right? I'm just going to be biased. Yeah. I'll be honest. You know, I'll keep it real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%, man. 100%. Um, that's the fight I want to see. I mean, personally, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think that's a kind of a, I think that's a way tougher fight than, than Fury for, for our boy Francis, but, um, yeah, I mean it's still going to be a very exciting fight. Really, really looking forward to seeing Which, it. Man. By the way, that 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 could be that that could sound like a crazy statement though, because I mean, look who's the champ, and Joshua isn't the champ. And no, no, I know, I know. I'm just saying, like stylistically. No, 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 and you're not wrong, but I'm I'm just saying, yeah. right? If we're, if we're basing it off that. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, yeah, excited to see it though, man. Excited to see it. I really do think that that's going to be, man. I mean, if if, if he can be. Josh, if he can beat any of these guys, you know, I'd be fucking... So validating, right? Yeah, and he's really, I mean, most people, a lot of, honestly most, but a lot of people thought he'd beat Fury anyway, so... He already gained a lot of respect, man. I mean, I mean, Josh, I mean, Joshua, of course, wants to fight the heavyweight champion of the world, right? I mean, <laughs> he's not going to fight these no-names, you know, that's <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, I'll, I'll totally watch that. I'll 100% watch that fight. Of the, of the options, hell yeah, brother. Second place, Zhang. I mean, I know that Philip Horogovic is apparently the guy that they're most likely going to go for, because that's probably going to be an IBF, uh, title fight, but still. But China, um, did. I know, man, I would love to see Zhang. Big Zhang, man. And they got the history from the Olympics. Let's fucking go, man. You know, so. Yeah, that's all I got, though, man. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we go ahead and close out of here? Nothing specifically, man. I'm just so fucking excited that next week we go back to regular schedule, man. Previewing fights, talking about fights. Uh, you know, and obviously when we come back the following week, we can do a post show. And on top of that, Josh, we'll be coming back to a fucking pay-per-view and we'll get to see each other again so fucking quick. Mm-hmm. So obviously I'm very excited about that. Obviously excited to start off the year, get, get the channel going, keep blowing it up, making it better, making progress. Getting more viewers, you know, building a community. Uh, I'm just excited for 2024, man. Every year, this podcast just gets more and more exciting for me personally. And 
and obviously the the growth of the channel obviously keeps me going and going and going. And especially this previous year where we really saw some major progress. It is obviously got, got me excited for our 2024 season, man. Uh, you know, uh, this is this uh this is my Jordan year, bro. This is this is our Jordan year. This is 23, Josh. Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm hyped up, man. I'm hyped, man. I mean, I got I got some big ambition for this year for the pod. I know you do as well. Um, we're gonna fucking crush it, man. And and thank you so much to everybody. I'm gonna do a whole uh, video maybe this week. I'm hoping to where I kind of like uh, discuss um, our hopeful plans for 2024 and kind of like a recap of 2023 um because yeah i just feel like i i, I gotta do that man because i we we got so much uh fucking all, all i gotta say though josh this yeah. is a strong start to 2024 dude i mean that that pat militich the hindsight <laughs> here let me tell you oh god i know i know man um Shit, dude. They should they should book Pat Miltich versus Pat versus Mac Jackson too. The rematch, you know. <laughs> um. Anyways, man. Anyways, uh, that's all I got, man. Um. Hope you guys enjoy the show. I'm at Josh Shimanoff on Twitter. He's at Angel Ortega underscore O one at Courtside Sound for all things relating to the show. Hope you guys enjoyed. As always, peace and butt grease mouse click.